Welcome back, everybody. You know, we all have an ego. Some egos are underdeveloped. Others are well-developed. And then there's are the ones that are overdeveloped. Overdeveloped egos, in some cases, ultimately transform into full-blown narcissism. When a person's ego becomes overdeveloped, the world revolves around them. Everything is about them. They're the smartest person in the room. Just ask them and they'll answer with a resounding, yes, I am the smartest person in this room. Many CEOs have well-developed egos and many organizations need that in their leader. What if your CEO is narcissistic? You see, a narcissistic CEO stops listening to those around them and does things to feed their ego at the expense of the company. Narcissism has cost many leaders their careers and has destroyed many companies because of the toxic culture it creates. In the Inc.com article, here's how three of the world's worst CEOs almost killed their companies by creating a toxic culture. And the following CEOs are identified. Uber CEO Travis Kalanick, Papa John CEO John Schnatter, and Wells Fargo CEO John Stumpf. The article states that it takes a particular ineptitude to start with a perfectly successful company and drive it towards failure. That's especially true when the reason for the decline has nothing to do with the company's product or services and has everything to do with the bad behavior by its executives. The article exemplifies the opposite of ego leadership is leadership in hyperdrive powered by improv. Leaders who use improv as a means of leading have a foundation of respect, trust, and support of their organizations and their people. Respect, trust, and support of their organization and their people. These leaders know how to suspend their judgment, be active listeners, be present, and be adaptable. They also believe that leadership is the positive effect you have on another person. The positive effect. So how does improv power effective leadership? Well, it helps you let go of your ego. Improv is all about the team, not about you. You make your teammates look good, not yourself. Rule number one, you never throw a teammate under the bus. It's that simple. In the Inc.com article, these two NFL coaches reacted very differently to their players' mistakes and taught us a major lesson in leadership discusses the October 2016 NFL football game between the Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks. Now, the article focuses on the coach's press conference after the game. The game ended in a tie when both kickers, Arizona kicker Chandler Catanzaro and Seattle kicker Steve Hoshka, both missed game-winning field goals in overtime. During the Arizona press conference, Coach Bruce Arians said about his kicker, Make it. This is a profession. This ain't high school, baby. You get paid to make it. During the Seattle press conference, Coach Pete Carroll said about his kicker, Hotchka made his kicks to give us a chance. And unfortunately, he didn't make the last one. He's been making kicks for us years around here. And he's going to hit a lot of winners as we go down the road here. I love him. He's our guy. Never throw your teammate under the bus, Coach Arians. In Season 3, Episode 19, Being More Present, three exercises 
to make you a great leader. And in season three, episode 17, listening to understand versus listening to respond, focus on the power of listening and being present. Listening and presence plus yes and are the fuel to hyperdrive your leadership. In the Inc.com article, here's how great leaders listen to and understand their team discusses one of the biggest challenges in leadership is that the perception of not knowing is a sign of weakness. This perception drives overdeveloped egos crazy. So instead of driving their egos crazy, leaders should stop talking, be quiet, and listen to the team for direction and vision. The author states, the essence of leadership is getting people to follow your lead and vision who inherently know more about the nuts and bolts of whatever it is you're leading them better than you ever will. Think of it this way. You follow a manager because you have to, but you follow a leader because you want to. The author outlines four things to help create a bond of understanding and trust. Number one, practice empathy over ego. Number two, deal with embarrassment of being ignorant. Number three, be patient with yourself. And number four, tell people what they already know in ways they've never thought of before. That I is an improv exercise that demonstrates how to park your ego. This exercise requires two people to have a conversation about anything. During discussion, each player tries not to use the word I in the response to the other person. For example, player number one. It's a nice sunny day, and let's go to the park. Player number two. That's a great idea, and we should plan a picnic. Player number one. Let's bring a blanket, some fruit, crackers, smoked sausage, and wine. Player number two. We can't forget a small turkey sub and, and, and with some of those baked lace chips. Player number one. Perfect. Now let's both go to the store and get what we need and possibly more. You see, this exercise demonstrates how to park your ego and be collaborative with your partner using the philosophy of yes and. There are several opportunities where the word I could be used in that example. It is more fun and exciting when we can work as a team in accomplishing our goals versus being the I'm going to tell you what to do person. Thank you is another improv exercise that demonstrates how to park your ego and to show gratitude. This exercise requires, once again, two people to have a conversation about anything. Each time after the initial discussion, you apply thank you and add on a response. Player number one, that was a great job you did in your presentation. Player number two, thank you and what could I have done better? Player number one, thank you for asking, and I think if you pause periodically would help the audience to process your talk. Player number two, thank you for that feedback, and I'll watch the video and look for those opportunities. What do you think I did well? Thank you for asking, and your vocal inflection was outstanding. See, this exercise demonstrates how to show gratitude to the other person for the information that they're providing. In today's corporate world, we seek information for our work. We seek information from others. And the more we offer appreciation, the more the other person appreciates our efforts. Also, I use this exercise to demonstrate that when asking for feedback, don't be defensive. 
Instead, accept the feedback by saying thank you. You can decide later what to do with the feedback, but don't get defensive. That is your ego getting in the way. In my opinion, ego leadership is outdated because when it doesn't go the leader's way, there's a blow up or temper tantrum. In improv leadership, it's more of a collaborative leadership style that appreciates the contributions of the team. When the team fails, the leader takes responsibility for the failure. The leader doesn't throw his team under the bus or tweet hurtful comments or insults about them and say that they can't take any responsibility for the failure. The team failed, not the leader. During an ethics presentation where the discussion was about overdeveloped egos, one woman raised her hand. When I called on her, she asked me, if ego is an acronym, what would it stand for? I paused for a moment, and quite frankly, I couldn't come up with an answer. She replied, edging God out. Let go of your ego and become a stronger and impactful leader. If you would like to discuss ways that you can change your leadership to one of an improv leader, please contact me at peter at petermargaritas.com and in the subject line put, let go of my ego. Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.